Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Now's the time to save 30% on wedding jewelry, only on BlueNile.com. Make sure your wedding ring is the one with your pick of diamond and lab-grown diamond bands, all hand-finished and graded for excellence. Or surprise her with something blue she'll love for life, like a stunning pair of sapphire earrings. Blue Nile's jewelry experts are available 24-7 to help, from fit questions to style advice. Right now, get up to 30% off at BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Hello. Hello. Here we go. It's the Combine Podcast. What's happening, everyone? Welcome back to the Copy Podcast. It's Mick and Christian once again to celebrate back-to-back wins, back-to-back clean sheets, back-to-back Cody Gakpo goals. Any others? I said clean sheets, so Alison gets another clean sheet as well. But <laughs> loads of loads of good stuff. Obviously, a boss went over Newcastle. Um, yeah, enjoyed it very much. But Christian, how are you doing? Yeah, good. Uh, can't complain after. Two games, two wins, six points. Uh, we needed that for a while, so I'm really, really happy and pleased and looking forward to the game uh, tomorrow as well against uh, Real Madrid at Anfield. So, yeah, it's good to be a Liverpool support at the moment, even though we're still uh, chasing, but it's better than having, you know, lost points or lost games. So, yeah, let's uh, let's just celebrate. Yeah, it's nice because... Like, We've done these pods so often and you're just like constantly trying to find positives like we said before and when Liverpool actually turn up and then you, we beat Everton and then we go to Newcastle and we were like, could take it in, could take the good form in a good way, hopefully we do, but it was one of them, I was like, because we didn't actually do score predictions on that one, I was like, and I was thinking about it before the game and I was like, I reckon my head says 1-1, my heart says 2-1 to Liverpool, but to get a, to get a 2-0, 2-0 win in the way that we did, Getting nice early goals, them getting red red cards. There was um, <laughs> there's loads to be positive about. Uh, uh, positive about, and I think when you look at the table as well, like not not far off now with a game in hand on on teams as well, and two on certain teams. So it's just nice to like Liverpool to we're seeing the signs of Liverpool of not of old because we've not been amazing, but like in terms of what we were, we've just we've, it's like we're, we're, we're like a different team, aren't we at the minute? Which is good. Yeah, and uh, like you said, we have to look at the positives as well. Like against Newcastle, we, you know, we we didn't start very well because they were on us and they had a few chances and stuff. So I felt like, oh, not one of them again, where you know the opposition just comes at us with speed and intensity, and we stand back and just concede a goal, and we here we go again. But we managed to. Um, 
clear that out. And then instead, we got an early goal ourselves. A brilliant goal by Nunez. And uh, it was so nice to see him score. And that pass from Trent, obviously, was work class as well. But it's just nice to see him score and the passion he shows after he scored, you know, the relief. Uh was a little bit afraid of, uh, obviously, VAR coming in, you know, for a check in the handball because uh, you could tell by the replay there was none of, uh, none of side. But, you know, uh, then, then they must be looking for handball and watch it on the TV. Obviously, that came up quite quick and I was like, it's not handball. But then when, obviously, it, it was cleared, I was just really happy for him and really happy for us to take the lead. Um, away from home, uh, it's just something different at the moment that we are aren't used to. So I just thought, you know, happy days, uh, and uh, we need we really needed that as well as Newcastle come out really tough uh, uh, at us uh, at the start of the game. So that was a brilliant start for us. It was the pass was when you watch back the um like the pass you can see Trent picks it up in such a good area, but Trippier thinks oh he's going to switch it like he always does over to the other side. And that just provides that low, too much space for Darwin Nunes. And he's like, yep, yeah, nice one, mate. And I was the same. I didn't really <laughs> celebrate because I was like, oh, look, if it's clipped his arm, it's it's going to be fucking disallowed. But yeah, it's when, you, when you're 10 minutes into a game and you, and you get the first goal against a team who haven't lost, haven't lost at home all season, only lost one game against us, and it was against us. Now they've lost twice and they've both been against us. Yeah. Um, and like you said, the away form as well, that, that was what was making me a bit nervous as well because it's all good and well, like putting in a performance against Everton, your local rivals are home, but to then build on it with an away win because before, yeah, before, before the game, we, we only had eight points from from 10 games away from home. That's now 11, 11 games at 11 points, which still isn't good, but in terms of like getting the points on the board and yeah, Darwin Nunes, what, what a guy the celebration was, boss, weren't it? Yeah, I was so happy because we've been talking, you know, uh, on this podcast for many times that, you know, we're just waiting for him to start to score goals again. And we can see in every game that he got, you know, he got all the abilities to do it. And now with that kind of, you know, with the way he takes the ball and a little bit of lucky, obviously, with the bounce of the ball coming coming off him and, you know, making uh, the, the ball coming into the right position for him to finish it off as well. And But that the finish is great. Like, it doesn't give the, the goalkeeper a chance. He just, you know, smashed it into like a perfect perfect um, uh, goal scorer that is and you know he he shows all the time that he will just become better and better I'm not you know like we've been talking about there's nothing to be concerned about him it's just to actually make just to have the patience to let him just adapt even more to us even if he plays to the left like you've done now or plays in the central but it's just uh, it's still his first season with us so we just need to sometimes just calm down and not not expect too much from you know any player in the start of their career at Liverpool because some people do it quickly some people do it a little bit more slow but you know for him to come in and start scoring goals for us this season and then obviously had his little uh, bad run of not scoring but now scored against Newcastle away just showing what it means to him it's just brilliant I hope he can continue that now with Without being injured, I hope he will play. Uh, I know Klopp said in the press conference that uh, there's a chance. So let's hope that he can bring his chaos against Real Madrid. Oh, I can't wait. I actually, <laughs> like, Klopp, Klopp, like you said, the press conference Klopp was saying he can't wait for the game and stuff. I just can't wait. Yeah, just to, just to see Darwin Nunes uh, at Anfield again. Like you said, his goal scoring. Just just having a look then. 11, 11 goals in 28 appearances. So like you said, out of form. The red cards messed him up a little bit, but. To nearly have one and two in a, in a, in a Liverpool team that aren't <laughs> haven't been that good anywhere near as good as we should have been this season is very good and it's, it's good news for him and it shuts up the people as well like the people that were 
not not the ones that were questioning him because I didn't mind. I don't mind that if you, if you want to do that, it's the people just slating him and like getting on his back. All those sh- shitty Twitter accounts like yeah. Sport Bible and Lad Bible and like whoever they are. Like when when it's going badly, they're the first to jump on them. But when they when they score goals, I saw they post the one going um, overrated and overhated or something like that. And I was like, yeah, but you you are the one of the biggest ones that were bashing him when he wasn't scoring for for weeks and weeks. It's like. Just you just change with the with the tides, which is just hilarious. But Boston see Nunes back on the score sheet and gave us a boss start. And it was only seven minutes after the um Gakpo got his back to back goal, which was if we thought the first one was good, the second one, I, I mean, I think, I'm sure everyone's seen like the the, the, the clip of the, the um the goal where it's like from a high angle and you can see Allison into Bachetic and um, I keep changing from Bacetic and Bacetic. I, I should just pick one and go with it. Bacetic, I'm going with Bacetic. Yeah, and the lovely t- the lovely turn by him, and then he plays it out, and nice little interplay with Gakpo, Fabinho into Salah, and the ball by Salah over to um, Gakpo, and then the finish, the, the touch and finish is, is quality, but it's that little piece of magic by Mo Salah just to just to kind of see him into the space and whatever, and like give us a 2-0 a lead, with 17 minutes gone, we, we couldn't have asked for anything better, could we? No, and uh, like you mentioned as well, that Bicetic turn just opens up the whole, you know, uh, pitch for him and he can drive the ball forward. And a little bit of a play there with Salah obviously showing, you know, his um, uh, way of actually being able to to read the game perfectly with Gakpo making a little bit of a run. Now, it's per- it's a perfect run, it's a perfect pass, but obviously he's just uh, onside with a little bit of margin, but that's what you need. Like, he's still onside and everything is, like, synced perfectly in that moment where the pass comes in the perfect situation and the runs is, uh, you know, synced with the pass and everything. So that's what you like. Everything is just floating and, like we said, that that's the rhythm and when things clicks. So it's nice to see part of the games where things actually just look the way Liverpool used to look like, you know, for for many seasons. So that was a brilliant goal. Uh, and, you know, that will be a goal that you can look at for, you know, many times come uh, future as well, because it's a perfect example how you could play, you know, like the turn of Bicetic and just playing in like that little chip pass and then a perfect goal. Just quick finish as well. Like he, he needs to, you know, throw himself onto it. But that's the thing as well. Uh, someone, you know, someone that are used to scoring goals knows what to do. And I think Gakpo did that perfectly as well. And he was good. So two brilliant goals uh, early in the game. And obviously I thought there could be more with the red card coming up, not, for, you know, late, much later after that, which is a weird one. <laughs> what did you, what did you um, think of, of that situation when that happened? It was like, yeah, it was only like, what, five minutes after. It just felt yeah. like it, loads of good stuff was happening. Like it's, it's happened before in the past when we've been battering teams, but you just kind of like, yeah, we expect this. But when you're like not in a great vein of form, but you trying to fight back, you get two early goals, then the keeper gets a red card. You're like, fucking hell, this is fucking amazing. We can score a couple more. And I, I've seen all the stuff, like people like, I think on Match of the Day, like uh, Guy Lineker and that were like, oh, it's, it's, it's a shame for him. But yeah, it's a shame for him because he's going to miss the uh, Carabao Cup final. But he, sh- he, sh- he shouldn't have done it. For, that, that's the thing. It's, it's not it's not anyone's fault but his own. Like he could have he could have done anything. He could have slided it with his left leg. He could have... He tried to dive nether it, which was like it's probably the the weirdest one he could have tried to do. He could have tried anything before he did that, and he like hit his face, didn't it? And then he just put his hands, put his arms out to to grab it. And exactly. Loads of, loads of Newcastle fans saying, "Oh, he, he was a bit disorientated off the um, ball in his face." I was like, "No, let's not let's not make shit up. Like it's just a, it's just a bad call. He's a good goalie, like, but yeah, I mean, and it was weird the way it turned out after the match because they." 
I think it's like a psycho- psychological thing where you think, all right, we're playing 10 men. Now it should be easier. So you drop your intensity and then they kind of up theirs because they knew they had to do it with one man less, one one person less. And um, yeah, it was it was difficult. I think scoring early is great and all that, but I think we've done against Everton, especially like at the times we were scoring, we were like letting them have a bit of the ball and then killing them off at the right moment. Whereas when you get two, you can, I don't know if you can come a bit complacent factor in the red card as well you can become even more complacent but thankfully uh thanks to the absolute legend that is our goalie Alison Becker made I think it was three or four like absolutely key saves where he's like any other keeper the scoring but he's fucking hell I just had to give Alison a shout out because he was he was absolutely amazing weren't he yeah and that's that's the thing you have to take from the game as well. We can look at all the positives, obviously the nice goals and winning and taking three points. But without Allison, you know, that could have been a totally different story. We need we need to point that out as well. We can't just forget about it because, you know, if there was another goalkeeper at not the same level as Allison, or you know, if Allison was out of form as well, um, you know, obviously he's keeping a high form this season and he showed that he's one of the best in the world for a long time. But you know, if he had a down period like many other players have had this season. They would have probably scored a few, and now, you know, we could have come away with just one point, even though we were eleven against ten. So, yeah, like you said, we need to celebrate and praise him that we got him. Um, and I think as well, you know, I was a little bit concerned that you know when they had ten men against us eleven, then our intensity was you know withdrawn a bit, and we gave them lots of like chances with giving away stupid you know corners and kind of stuff and I was a little bit angry with that because I thought we got the chance to but we don't need to stress because we're tuning up with the 11 against 10 but please just you know don't give them opportunities play our game uh, without stress but take the opportunities ourselves and I thought we felt like we were not on the edge um like we were not sharp after that, but we could control it, and that was everything that mattered. But I, I thought that we gave them a little bit too many opportunities, which we can't do uh, in the long term if we come up in that situation again. Because other teams, Newcastle could have punished us, but we had Alisson. But other teams, maybe with a little bit of more sharpness in front of goal, we, will punish us if that happens. So we need to take that with us and look at that as something that we need to um, avoid going going forward as well. We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2. Play it now with Game Pass. Yeah, because you can't always rely on... Allison and Allison's had some not so good games this season, but you need your goalie in those moments to uh, to save you because I think the Almiron one was like quite early and uh, he's kind of offside and he just no one's watching him and he just then he just waltzes into an offside into an onside position and yeah, Allison just yeah keeps himself big and it's it puts his arm out and it hits his arm thankfully because he's a, he's a big bastard but. Um. Yeah, it was it was amazing that he, he, the way that he played, and we are very very thankful to Alison Becker. What a guy! Uh, but yeah, just looking at the table, then. Um. So yeah, we're on thirty five points, twenty two games played. Uh, obviously beat Newcastle, so we're six points behind them now. But we've got a game in hand on them. Spurs, Spurs' result puts them above them into fourth on forty two points. So as it stands, we're seven points off fourth with two games in hand. 
Out of course, of Newcastle drop points in the next game as well. So considering how our season's gone, like it's mad, like just putting a run of form together. Like and, and Klopp said in the press conference, they like we've done it before, where we've like won two, and you think right, Liverpool have turned the corner now. This is going to be where they start to kick on, and then we don't. So it's like we need to prove prove that going forward into into the Madrid game as well, don't we? Yeah, and it's Champions League. It's two games, you know, one home, one away. So, like it normally is. So, you know, it's a, it's a, it's an important game. Not in terms of just trying to actually, you know, progress from the Champions League. Sorry, in in the Champions League, but it's also, you know, a game to show that we are on the right way in form. Um, that that's the thing. Like we, we didn't really show, you know, against Newcastle that we were like in 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 inform in that way we had a we had a little bit of luck we had Allison, but that's the thing it all it also when teams are finding their way back they also have a little bit of luck and the margins on the side so that that's that's some that's part of the form as well because when everything goes against you nothing goes your way but you know at the same time if we have moments against Newcastle where we didn't play well we still had the margins with us we had still a luck when they hit the post or the bar and the saves of Alisson and you need that as well because that will give you a boost so you know look at looking at taking three points in two games in Premier League and then going into Champions League and this big game at Anfield we get the chance now to do the you know make the atmosphere great again like against um, Everton in the derby and you know show the team that we are behind them so that could bring us a big boost for for you know for everyone that go into the match and uh, you know for the players and actually give get a great result against Real Madrid to bring back to Spain so really looking forward to it we we couldn't have played them in a better moment to be honest because if there was after Brentford or Brighton fucking hell that would have been you know I would have I would have been scared <laughs> yeah I think Klopp said on the press conference then he said like even if we were in a bad vein of form and this match came up we would have been we still would have been up for it because it's Real Madrid, it's Champions League, and they've won it so many times. There's obviously recent history between the two sides, but I'm made up that we've actually put a little bit of run, uh, run of form together before it, just to kind of get ourselves um, ready. Because at least, like we, we, like you said with the Everton game, the, the atmosphere was was class, and it kind of it feeds into what the players are trying to do. So now that we've actually done it away from home against the team that are, were unbeaten at home, we can now go back to downfield with, against against these with. Um, they're, they're missing Cruz. They're missing Shuamani. Apparently, both didn't travel because of sickness. So that's that's good news for us. But like you said in the press conference, they kept mentioning uh, Vinicius or Vinicius, whatever his name is. Um, and he's we know how good he is. It's it's a shame because in the in the uh, final, uh, the Champions League final, Canate was so good against them because he's so strong and fast. So it's going to be um, going to have to be doubling up down down that side. But they've they've got so many. Like Klopp said, even if he said that basically if. Liverpool, if we're in good form, we've got a very good chance of winning. But even if Real Madrid aren't in good form, they've got that many good players and experienced players that they can still, they can still win it. Um, but like you said, if if Darwin's Darwin's hopefully fit, I think we go. I think we go the same team exactly, don't we? As as as, as Newcastle again. Like we haven't mentioned Van Dijk yet, but came back in and yeah, just gave us that, that those leadership skills that we um, needed. So I think we'd probably go unchanged. I reckon, innit? 
Yeah, uh, and I hope so, to be honest. Like, the, I thought, you know, I, I mentioned there were parts of the Newcastle game we weren't good, but I think, you know, in terms of just looking at the players who are available and our best starting eleven, if Nunez can play, then I would, I would go with the same team. There's no point to bring Van Dijk out now against when he's playing against Real Madrid. And, you know, Gomez also, you know, stepped up against uh, Everton and also showed, you know, uh, next to Van Dijk, he's becoming better as well, like any player will. Um, so there's no point to change anything in my point of view. I'd rather just go with the same eleven and get the chance to change from the bench if needed to. So, yeah, let's let's bring the same boys on and then take on Real Madrid. Yeah, because Klopp, Klopp was also saying like he had to um, he hadn't rewatched the the final since, uh, and he said he, it was torture because he had to because obviously you can look back <laughs> and say oh we should have passed there could have scored. So I haven't seen chances. it. Have you? No, no, no chance, no, no, no chance. No, especially exactly, what, exactly. <laughs> especially all of the shit that happens, like with the stadium and the fans and stuff. Like it's just one yeah, of those of that, even if we would have won it, it would have been tarnished by just absolute shit show around around the stadium and in the stadium. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, he had to watch it back, obviously, to see what we could do differently. And um, yeah, hopefully we can, yeah, to build on the form because, like it's it, like we said, it only takes a couple of a couple of results to kind of just upturn. Just turn those dials that we've mentioned, like ten, another ten percent up a little bit, and when it's at Anfield, it's gonna be it's gonna be amplified anyway. Throw into the fact that it's Real Madrid, it's just it's just turning the dial up even more on how much we need to make a good a good fist to this. Because Klopp said as well, like you work so hard to get in the Champions League every season, so you need to like put your full energy into actually getting results and stuff. Because I think you kind of just when you're playing the games, you're like, oh yeah, if we we've got two legs, like if we win one of them and we can scrape through another. You're not really like immersing yourself as a fan anyway. Like this is the Champions League; these games are massive. You've got to like really enjoy it while you can. And I think we need to. Um, hopefully, we can kind of channel that into the uh, into the stands in Anfield tomorrow. But um, yeah, I can't wait. And I, it's mad because I was looking at like our last Champions League results because obviously the way they do it with like the round of sixteen and stuff. Our last game was in first of November. Our two 0 win over Napoli to kind of. Stop them getting uh, six wins in a in a row. Uh, but yeah, that, that, I was just thinking about it. I was like, Salah and Nunes scored, but that feels like that feels like a, like a, like a year ago. That rather than like, I don't know what six months ago. Yeah, um, I can't. It feels like I even can't remember the game because we, we've been so used to you know yeah. having shit results lately. So you'd be like, was that actually back in November? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well. Yeah, but that's. I think you know, like like you mentioned now that Klopp mentioned in the press conference, you know, to actually grab those chances when you play in the Champions League and not take it for granted. Even if we've been good, so good, you know, last couple of seasons that we've always been in the Champions League, but now we're actually chasing to play Champions next next season. That means we need to take this opportunity opportunity on even more. I, I don't say you know you should never take it on you know on less, but it's just to understand that you know we're in a privileged position to play it every season so now we need to just make sure that we you know um get the chance to get a result from from playing the Anfield and it's against uh, Real Madrid which is a big big game uh, and I think maybe that we you know didn't run our socks off after 2 nil up in the red card against Newcastle is probably because we might just have turned yeah. down the um 
intensity used to save us for this game as well. Yeah. But obviously, that gave Newcastle a few opportunities. So it's it's a it's a balance. You need to you know make sure that you can you can you can do that without conceding or dropping points in the Premier League, and then make sure you are fresh enough to take that situation that came out of the Newcastle game in, into your uh, advantage, uh, and you know make sure that we don't run too much, we don't do stupid things and stuff like that. But it could have it could have punished us, but it didn't obviously. Um, so that was a good thing as well to make sure that we were uh, were fresh after that game and we were going to this game more with hopefully without you know too much like problems that we play two games really tight um so that's something i think will benefit us as well um so i think we we, we got a great chance uh, if we just keep on running you know on this form that we have and a great result against Real Madrid will also make me feel so much better going Crystal Palace away you know in the weekend because it just makes us feel better and better and not to lose points not to lose games and actually now when running for um, the fourth spot for the Champions League spots will you know just help for everyone involved that's the thing so let's just build on it yeah, can't can't actually wait. And like I said, with that, they're missing Cruz and Schumann. They're like massive players. So the fact that um, we we can get we get to play them now, where they're missing a, f- a few, we've got majority of people back. Like I said, if Nunes is is fit, hopefully he will be. It was just like a shoulder injury, weren't it? So hopefully he can get through it because we know how key he is f- f- for us. Like Jota came on the, off the bench another half an hour in his legs, another half an hour in Firmino's legs. So. Those players, Jimmy Milner came off the bench and was throwing fucking slardies and everywhere. So legend, legend. We want to Yeah, <laughs> you posted that on the on the Twitter. That got loads of um, good responses. But we love we love seeing that shit, and hopefully we yeah. see more of it tomorrow. <clears throat> An absolutely massive game. I can't, I can't actually wait for it. I think just seeing Klopp talk about it and how excited he looks for it to make me uh, even more excited. But yeah, um, short and sweet one today. Um, it's been nice to Liverpool. Uh, Showing some signs of, of good stuff. Players are coming into a bit of form. In, people come back from injury. Two good wins. Go on to Real Madrid. Hopefully get an, another win. And like I said, build up, just build on that for the Palace game and then go go from there. Because we proved now that, I mean, question marks maybe about are these players too tired, etc., etc. This play needs to be sold. Like We've been trying to figure out the reason why Liverpool aren't doing it. But I think we've shown the last two games and Klopp said today like we need to prove that it's not just a mini a mini bubble within the minute. It's something that we need to be building on. But let's hope we do it. Um but yeah, nice one everyone for listening. Nice one, Christian, for jumping on once again. We'll be back. I don't know what day this week to hopefully celebrate uh, a Liverpool win. Maybe maybe th- maybe Thursday or something like that to do a hopefully a a, a review and then a, maybe a preview of Palace as well on the same one. Um but yeah, nice one everyone. And uh, yeah, we'll see you all soon. Podcast Network.